0: Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, We you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in, because Big Mike has got the life starting now. Welcome to the
1: Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. Mike Zlatnik. And today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome Ken Van Lu. Hi, Ken. Hello, Mike.
0: Thank you for having me here today.
1: Thank you very much for coming as a guest on the podcast. So you you are a New Yorker like me, uh, and you've got a great uh, history, and you've developed over a billion dollars of real estate here in New York City. So it's so awesome to have uh, such a great, um, an officer and a gentleman (laughs) to come on the podcast. Oh, well, thank you
0: very much. You can see my Yankees poster in the back. So yeah, I'm I'm a true... New Yorker the Giants helmet in the back so if you like the Mets or the Jets you're probably living Queens not <laughs> just kidding <laughs>
1: so but, funny uh, Giants and Yankees go together and 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 uh, you're so right it, it's just like a combination I don't know why but it works yeah I know exactly
0: I've, I've been to both tailgate parties they both work the same you know
1: <laughs> yeah there's some magic uh to that but before we talk about real estate uh A couple of words about Ken. Um, You have a a wonderful family, married for many years. Tell us a little bit about your kids, your family, just just a couple of words.
0: Yeah, you know, they are my, uh, my twins are the pride and joy, I used to say, you know, so, you know, twice the work, but twice the joy. I had boy and girl twins that are going to be 30 this year. Uh, My daughter married a doctor and living in New York City. My son is serving the country as a U.S. intelligence Marine officer. And my youngest just bought a house at 24 in Connecticut. So my kids are doing great. Still married to the same woman after 34 years. And, uh, you know, life is good on the family side. Thank you for asking.
1: Uh, congratulations on the, such a great family success. That's that's awesome. So, uh, and yeah, when you say twins, you think of small kids. But <laughs> they're grown up twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So let's switch to the business a little bit. Um, Tell us a little bit about your kind of adventure in New York City. Uh, You've touched a lot of great real estate here. You've developed over a billion dollars worth of um, real estate. And you have a uh, great um, best selling book, uh, Modern Wealth Building Formula. So I would love to hear um, about your adventure uh, in New York City and your, your book. Sure, sure. You know, it's,
0: it's, uh, you probably know being from the New York metropolitan area, but once upon a time when we were kids, <laughs> you know, they used to bring us to New York for class trips, you know, and I was always fascinated by the architecture of New York and, you know, started as a, as a young kid, you know, always liking, uh, you know, playing with trucks and construction stuff that one day I, I may build something in New York. And, you know, I didn't really know how to get started in, in real estate. The journey started with me becoming a civil engineer, and then not really like sitting, you know, still and, and not talking to anybody and wanting to be out there in the New York City, you know, excitement. And, you know, I went into construction, and I journeyed into real estate through learning how to build projects in New York City. And that's kind of how it started, you know, um, you know, and then it, it, it led to other things, you know, but it, 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 you know, everybody had a superpower, I guess, and my superpower was, was building. And then when I figured out how I could build something for myself, that's when I kind of took the next step, you know?
1: Yeah, that's, that's great. How how do you go from an engineer, I guess, working for somebody else to becoming a developer? Um, New York is an expensive place to, uh, to invest and develop. And uh, I know a number of developers and it's uh, every, everyone has a different step, but how do you cross that bridge? How do you get capital and how do you get your first project rolling a big project sounds like most of the projects have been very substantial projects
0: yeah and and you know we and we we i call it kind of reverse learning you know in the sense where we started big but we also proved you know the modern wealth building formula which is the book um works you know across the board for you know any type of small business whether you're wholesale and fix and flipping skyscrapers so you know how do you actually go from an engineer to getting started so you know, for you, those engineers out there or anybody technical, <clears throat> you know, it's a way of thinking, you know, the good news is, you know, real estate is not quite as difficult in, in the thinking and, you know, the, the brain damage that you have to do, trying to figure out an engineering formula, you know, and that real estate, um, you know, is something that if you can bring people together into a real estate investing investment, you know, any type of engineering thought processing skill that you had is, is exactly what you need along you know along with any other type of career that you could bring people together. But you know and being an engineer and and realizing you know that I, I could think about numbers and you know finance and you know logistics and bringing people together. You know, I really started to look at, you know, what was I doing? You know, I started as a civil engineer. That moved into building, you know, and then when I started building for someone, yeah, you know, I, I realized hey, there's architecture and there's engineers, and you know, there's you know, a structural engineer that does the building and a civil engineer that does the road work. You know, and if you have a little understanding and then learn on the opposite a little bit about finance, you know, it's really about just putting together a little puzzle. So, you know, I'm not saying that you there's any prerequisite to go into real estate, I just happen to have. You know my background. You could be in business. You could be a school teacher. You could be in a clerk of the works. You, there's anything you could do and step into real estate. It's really just a matter of believing that you could bring people together, and to present a real estate investment. Because if real estate investment exists, and it's going to you know pay a return, there's a lot of people out there with money that are going to invest with you, and you know that you know. So your big Mike fund.
1: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Of course, uh, it's just a. Uh... New York City is particularly more complicated. Lot, lots of people venture into real estate uh, in a small, but New York takes almost uh, it's like a giant leap. But um, because it's New York, you 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 can't go small here. Go big or go home. But l- l- let's l- let's that uh, kind of dissect into current market and what are you, are you doing anything today? Are you building anything today? Um, just just curious. What 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 what's kind of your recent. Uh, projects and where things are going, Uh, we are in this unprecedented time in this post-COVID world and hyperinflation and Fed is raising interest rates. I'm just curious, uh, what are you seeing out there? Uh, Yeah,
0: Yeah, I see tremendous opportunity. We were just selected by Dennis Quaid and we're putting together a national documentary that's going to go out to 60 million households called Real Estate Today, Keys to Investing. So we're going to be shooting that in New York City and um, probably have some footage at Metro Tech. Um, So I think there's a tremendous opportunity. I don't think, um, you know, the adjustment in interest rates are really going to create any havoc from a real estate investment standpoint. I think there's a lot of people that own households that are, you know, panicking because they don't have enough cash flow coming in. But, you know, what I've uh, double down on is basically real estate development. You know, I have over 100 acres of real estate development we're doing nationwide. We have a bunch of projects in New Jersey. I bought the famous former Larson's Turkey Farm in Chester, New Jersey. We're developing downtown Chester. We have uh, restoration of a 100-year-old restaurant. We have a CVS pharmacy, affordable housing, market-rate housing, offices, etc. Um, I have another site in Bedminster. We're doing self-storage, townhomes, residential, another site in Bridgewater doing residential. We have a huge project in North Carolina, 45 acres. We're doing over 200 units, self-storage, hotels, wellness centers, etc. Downtown developments. We are just talking about um, taking over a downtown project in Lewisburg, North Carolina. So we're very active in, in transformation, you know, of, of, uh, of, of, you know, upcoming towns and, and um, you know, creating destinations with multi-use and et cetera. And, and that's what, you know, I did um, in, in my comment about doubling down when New York kind of became a little sideways there for the last couple of years. Just, you know, we didn't know what was going on. And, you know, with everything happening out there, you know, I mean, it's good to see you know, New York and companies with all you know all that real estate in New York promoting for people to come back to work, you know. Not that I want to go back to New York City. I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. You know, I, I call it building skyscrapers horizontally, right? So we're we're covering a lot of flat ground, acres and acres, instead of going vertical for the time being. So
1: yeah, that that's a great commentary. Uh my two cents is certainly um New York has its uh, its beauty, but uh, it's been in a uh, slow recovery uh, mode post-COVID. It, it has come back quite a bit. It's not not the same as pre-COVID, but at the same time, you're right that um, horizontal skyscrapers or going into kind of middle-town America, average-town America might, might present a bit different opportunity than the city itself. So um, what what... What type of I guess the type of projects you mentioned, you're doing a broad range of uh, broad, broad range of investments. Uh is there anything particularly interesting to you? Uh, or are you just taking advantage of the opportunities as they come? Is it opportunistic opportunistic investing or more like um opportunistic slash value investing? Or is this exactly. some kind of a strategy? You're going into specific towns because you feel that. Uh, a big factory is going to go in uh, or something like that. Just, just, just curious um, Yeah. H- how you select your deals.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's definitely around the opportunistic sense where, you know, over the last few years, you've heard a lot about opportunity funds, et cetera, and, you know, long-term. And, and I think, you know, the approach is, is more on a um, opportunistic sense where, It's long, longer term development, you know, like where a lot of people are in a frenzy to buy something at a six cap and have cash flow. But if you have the patience and you're a long term investor and and looking at opportunity funds, you know, the fund that we want to focus this year in creating is really like an entitlement fund, which will bring all types of real estate opportunities to the table, because as you enter markets as, you know, a real estate expert, you know, people, you know, want to succeed and hang out with experts. So, you know, you'll naturally gravitate to deals um, where we're not out there competing. So, you know, I I guess, you know, we we would, you know, we would say we're, you know, we're going to continue to focus on, you know, how we can help towns recover, you know, essentially one of the towns we're doing a lot of stuff is Lewisburg, North Carolina, which is just, you know, on this outskirts of the triangle, you know, it's, it's got an airport, a college, you know, it's a really high potential North Carolina town leading to some other opportunities, but that is really, you know, a destination play. And, you know, with, you know, some of the things we chatted about, you know, I think destination is going to come back, you know, where, you know, it was questionable for a while. So that's, that's where we've been focused.
1: Okay. I appreciate uh, that that sharing. So back to your book, uh, what is the formula? What's the modern wealth building formula? Is this simply just real estate investing? Uh, I'm certainly a big supporter, but I'm curious, um, is there uh, uh, a wonderful formula or is this just a strategy or, or just give us a little bit, a little more color on what the yeah. book talks about?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, I wrote it from from my perspective in the sense that, you know, when I came into real estate, I hadn't like started learning from the, you know, from the bottom down, I was building these large projects, but I really didn't know anything about real estate, you know, so I created what I call as my own find, fund and facilitate program. Because in any real estate transaction, you have to learn how to find deals, fund them and then facilitate the process. You know, some people may say manage the, the asset, but coming from development, it's more or less facilitate the process. So it all started about how do you find fun to facilitate? So it tells you a little bit about, you know, I looked at real estate almost like an ice cream store, 35 different flavors. You know, how do you get started? You know, and then when you kind of cut through all the minutiae, you realize that real estate development is the zenith of real estate and that you could learn in reverse but you have to break it down because it's like any other game. You know, one of my successes was in sports and football and baseball. So, you know, I talk about like, where are you at in the lineup? Where are you starting with your career? What's the pre game warm up? And how do you get set in order to go into real estate? And you know, there's a little bit about mindset, there's a little bit about putting your systems in place, and then there's a little bit about execution. And it also has a twist to whole personal development because me being successful where I'm at today, it just wasn't about. 137,000 hours of studying real estate, you know, two master's degrees, P license, site safety license, all of that New York City, you know, more S piled high and deep, you know, Um, you know, it was really about, you know, executing and learning. And, and, you know, in the modern wealth building formula was my uh, method on how I learned and then how I proved on how it applies right down to a residential wholesale fix and flip. Um, and the context was how I developed my first project, which was a seventeen million dollar assisted living facility, 113 beds, right out of the box, not really knowing anything about real estate. So that's what the modern wealth building formula is. And you know, the thing after I wrote it, I realized that the modern wealth building formula isn't about how to master real estate investing. It's almost how to real, how to master business, you know, real estate business. Because you know, when you've developed hundred million dollar projects it's it's identical to building a business. You know, I mean, you know, a $10 million business, a $1 million business, you know, you need all of those components. You know, you have to find the business. You have to fund the business. You have to facilitate the business. So the formula applies, you know, essentially for those out there that want to get started, for those out there that are in real estate, how to take it to the next level, for those out there that want to start, a business, you know, the modern wealth-building formula will apply.
1: Yeah, makes sense. I, I I do share the 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 common theme that if you get the right processes, systems, and people in place, uh, you could tackle a small project or a larger project, and the return on time is uh, drastically greater in a in a bigger project. Uh, it just comes down to can you really raise the capital for a bigger project versus a smaller one? Most people gravitate to what they can afford. Uh, and and uh, at least in my experience. Uh, but you, you could you could do bigger. You could reach for the skies if you have the mindset. You're absolutely right. Uh, but let's just chat a little bit about the most recent um, kind of what, what, what's happening out there. So y- you are obviously picking and choosing your projects uh, long-term, as you mentioned. And um, but w- what are you doing today? Specifically, uh, w- what changes are you making? A- anything that Uh, that's happening now is impacting your new decisions is this time to sell um is this time to refinance before rates go up i'm just curious what what specific moves are you making today as a successful developer yeah within the current (laughs) inflationary environment.
0: yeah yeah i think um you know, I, you know, I mean, you know, people, you know, are reacting and selling at a higher price and, you know, it all depends on, on what your objective, you know, I mean, we've, we've chosen to, you know, sit tight, you know, hold on to our assets, move forward our developments, you know, bring more funding in place, you know, to capture more opportunities, continue to leverage, you know, and, you know, unless you're ready to hang up your shoes, um, you know, I'm not saying that you don't want to start selling off your assets. I mean, if you're in a situation where you know cash flow is tight and one of your residential assets haven't been performing, you know, you may want to, you know, you know, consider stabilizing it, right? Or if you want to react and try to sell it, you know, what I'm finding is, you know, a lot of the data that people are giving to us on, you know, on on um, you know on rent rolls and stuff like that aren't necessarily what's actually happening, you know, so instead of, you know, trying to do all kinds of brain damage, you know, you know, from my perspective, you know, we're just, we, we've been doing a lot of observing, you know, we're finding that, um, you know, it's, it's almost to the point where it's cheaper to build, you know, if, if the, if the material prices weren't escalated coming out of COVID, it's almost cheaper to build than to build multifamily, you know, so I've been trying to, not trying, been focused on you know, putting some multifamily projects in place, both, you know, mid-rise vertically down in North Carolina, but besides spreading out and doing townhomes, you know, and and that's, you know, kind of what I'm seeing happening. I I think there's been a little bit of, um, you know, kind of questioning, you know, you know, is there really a housing shortage? You know, are people not putting their houses on the market because they're, you know they they have been protected because of government you know protections or on mortgage foreclosures et cetera, you know, you know are some of the questions people are you know racing around in their heads. But you know I think um, you know from the perspective of real estate investing, there's a lot of opportunity, and you know and you know my my suggestion is is sit tight, you know if you're if you're holding right now.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I, I do like the thesis of, again, long-term investing. And in, if you don't have to sell, why sell? the <laughs> I, I, I crack this joke. Uh, in New York City, again, historically, uh, the only thing you regret is selling. If you if you could just hold on to everything, and everything seems to have, have done really well for, for many years. The, the appreciation has slowed down the last couple of years. COVID has done a little bit of a disservice for the city and been really great for... Florida yeah. and a number of other markets, uh, but yeah. it, it, it's coming back. I think uh, not exactly the same, uh, but it, it's, it's still coming back. Once the Broadway's back, once the, the restaurants are back full, full scale, yeah. a lot of other real estate will pick up. Yeah, it's funny you
0: say that because I, I regret I had this small little villa in Florida that I bought you know, 20 years ago or 15 years ago, when my parents lived in the villages, and it was inland in Florida, you know, and I bought it for a 100,000. I found out they're selling them for 300 now. (laughs) I think I like dumped it for 125 when my parents moved back to New Jersey or something. But it's crazy, you know, the appreciation of real estate, and it goes along the lines of, you know, your first question, you know, what's going to happen with the interest rate? So you know, if people are panicking because the you know the the news is scaring you, don't panic. <laughs> you know, sit tight. You know, everything's going to be okay.
1: Well, we 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 have a pretty good idea what's going to happen with the interest rates. Uh, it, it it's pretty pr- pretty likely they're going to go up substantially over the next um, uh, you know few quarters or months, and uh, it's almost unprecedented. Uh, some really. Um, there's very little, well, there's nothing that has happened like this in the past where the rates have gone up uh, fast from very low point, point. Um, and that's that's was kind of the the theme process. But but the, the good news is that uh, real estate is uh, is a great hedge against inflation, and even rising interest rates uh, may slow down the inflation. Uh, it's still something that um, most folks they can hang on to. Uh, it's it's a definitely a great wealth building uh, long term wealth building uh, asset class. Probably the most of the wealth in the states has been built through real estate. So um, any other great kind of thoughts, comments, suggestions? Um, you, you kind of uh, alluded that you are developing in in uh, Carolinas a little bit more of that. Uh, do you see any other opportunities for folks to uh, to invest capital? Where should folks park their capital? Right now, there's a really, really bizarre conundrum right now. I was just listening to Bloomberg and a lot of great opinions. There are as many opinions as there are analysts and professors and so on. But We are in a bizarre time where it feels like the stock market is, is dropping. The bond market is dropping with the rising interest rates. Uh, real estate is sitting tight trying to uh, see what's going to happen. Uh, where should folks invest besides their own education, which is probably number one? Get better and, and lower invest in yourself. But w- where do you see opportunities? Um, is it better to sit a little, a little bit more cash and wait for the opportunities to come in, or sitting on cash is not good during uh, an inflationary environment? Yeah, great question. So, so a couple points you touched upon.
0: Number one, you know, I want your listeners to keep one thing in perspective. Um, because I I disagree in the sense that nothing's ever happened before, because when I bought my first house in 1989, the interest rates were 18%. So, you know, if you want to talk about choking, uh, you know, as a, as a young couple at 24 years old, no, 27 years old in 1989, I was choking. (laughs) So, you know, so keep that in perspective, you know, so back to the question of being in the conundrum and where do you invest capital you know, what I have found, and you mentioned it, you know, the bond market and stock markets are actually acting opposite than a lot of history, right? So there, there is a conundrum in the sense that the data is creating confusion, you know, and it comes down once again, like what are investment basics, right? Or You know, and you asked a question before, like, where am I headed? You know, I, I'm, I'm headed into the technology in the sense that you know, we want to have, you know, the blockchain technology and and the data sources in order to create, you know, a real estate fund that that gives people to invest in that's not like any other. You know, we're trying to create, not trying because trying doesn't exist. We are creating a fund for people to invest that's unique in the sense that has, you know, uh, proprietary softwares and intellectual properties and blockchain technology. So it has the liquidity that the stock market has you know because the question is arising hey why isn't why is the stock market going down and the and the bond market going down when one should be going up and one should be going down you know and you know it's it's a result of a lot of things you know interest rates going up a war on the other side of the country the politics that are going on you know it's it's the same story but it brings us back to the basics right real estate's going to always cycle but it's always going to go up in my opinion, right? And you've seen it through the history, right? It's historically, it's always went up. So if you enduring the conundrums where the the media is creating confusion and fear, you know, go back to the basics, you know, go back to the modern wealth building formula. How do you find a project? How do you fund a project? How do you facilitate? How do you invest in something which, which comes down to, you know, deal with people with integrity, you know, Introduce, you know, meet, meet, um, you know, you know, if 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 you want to be passive, you know, find, you know, a fund that's doing well and put some money into a real estate fund, you know, find developers or real estate um, private groups that you can trust and invest or, you know, go out there, you know, educate yourself don't be afraid of the the news and rhetoric that's out there stick to the basics and go out there and invest in real estate like you just do any other year you know keep it simple
1: thank you for that uh, so w- what kind of fund you you you're creating just just a couple of couple of words about your fund and how would the folks uh, reach out if they they wanted to learn a little more about that
0: yes um Yes, the, the fund that we're creating is the Global Freedom Fund, and it's going to, you know, I guess if you wanted to define it, an entitlement opportunistic fund that's going to allow people to invest in some of our long-term developments, you know, benefit from, you know, assets that we'll be, you know, obtaining along the way, you know, and really um, create, you know, a legacy behind that, you know, with, with the whole educational platform. Um, behind it and, you know, vertical integration, you know, just from the skills that that we've developed over the years in global real estate strategies and being a, you know, big time New York City real estate advisor, you know, essentially taking the services that we provided to third parties over the years, bringing them in-house, creating a fund around it and, you know, creating the opportunities that I believe aren't necessarily offered to the everyday people you know, where, hey, you can get involved in something and come really watch it, like come out of the ground and build and watch, you know, areas in the country transform. And and that's where we're headed and have the whole, you know, blockchain and, and data resourcing and intellectual property behind it. So people that are investing feel that, hey, we're on top of the game, not only in real estate, but in technology and information and data and create a legacy around that.
1: That's great. Um, How would folks reach out?
0: Go to KenVanLew.com, K-E-N-V-A-N-L-I-E-W.com. Click on the button, become an expert, and you can get to myself or, you know, someone to give you a call and, you know, just free conversation, you know, complimentary advice and, you know, how we can synergize and work together.
1: That's great. Ken, thank you very much for sharing. I appreciate that. We're (laughs) running out of time. As uh, yes. I say uh, often, uh, all good things come to an end. So does this interview. Appreciate your wisdom. And uh, thank you coming. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fund Podcast.
0: To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fund Book, head to bigmikefund.com or visit Amazon and type Mike's lot name. Keep listening and keep
1: investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.